Hindi. Welcome to Indie Wrestling is Dead. My name's Andrew Bowers, also still in lockdown, lockdown town in North Shields. To my left, I don't know whether it's... It is. Yeah, don't know if it's your left. It's the man who has chopped off all his hair and it's grown back quicker and thicker than mine ever would, bastard. It's DJ Chop. Hello, how we doing? Hi, Chop. Hiya. And the man below me, ooh, that's not happened before, is Mr. Oh! Come on! How you doing, honey? Oh, what a glorious time. One day, I hope we can listen to Thunderstruck, not in MIDI form, and in the yeah. fucking Riverside. Oh, yes. That'd be nice! One day. Not, not Sick of this now! Reasons. Fucking sick of this now! <laughs> I want to go and I want to hug people again. I want to hug people again. That's the thing. My, I love hugging everyone at Riverside and inappropriately or otherwise. It's all right. They like it. I want to hug everybody again. That was, I think, we, Damn we, it. we did one of the, like we did like one of the um, we did one of the streams of like one of our shows and it was like. You just going around the, at the start, the whole front row, hugging yes! everyone. <laughs> Best of hugs! Like... I am out of work, and my hugs have been furloughed! Until we, <laughs> until Chop pulls his finger out and finds a cure for this fucking Voldemort virus! Chop, <laughs> man! I'm working on it! Chop, man! <laughs> Hi, friends, good to see you. I'm doing alright over here. All the... <laughs> All the comments on that video as well were like, Tom, you're not socially distancing. And then there was like, there was a couple of... Course not! There was, there was some American guy who had obviously not really seen North before, but jumped on it and seen it or whatever. And he was like, is this happening now? Because they're not socially distancing. <laughs> yes, it was. And we would, we just didn't care. We were don't care bears that day. So, elephant in the room. Not chop. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> oh! 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 Get the short jokes out. Don't you worry about that. Uh, well, Tom, I think Tom is looking for a genuine elephant in the room as we talk. I are a fire engine because I've burned. Oh, there it is. Oh. An actual elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well... Actual elephant in the room and a furry stuffed, lovely, cuddly elephant in the room. So, is there going to be any North shows for any time soon? No, there's oh. not. Three minutes past seven, we had our first message and we had probably about four messages, five messages, six messages yesterday saying, does that mean the June show is off? Yes, the June show is off. Um, I don't know when the next show is I'm finding be. out now, by the way. <laughs> this is the first time I found out. But back when I thought fair. I thought the shops were opening in June, it'd be right. <laughs> to be fair, um, 
it hasn't been confirmed yet, but reading between the lines, I think it was Fight Club. Fight Club Pro have also put out a, a, a message this um, morning, just saying there's no shows. We'll t- we'll let you know when there's shows, but it doesn't look like we're going to be able to have any attendances um, upwards of you know like I think it's going to be like thirty forty. So expect to see all the other local northeast independent wrestling promotions back and booming, baby. But we won't be. <laughs> Oh, so we care that you don't catch infections, but the rest of them don't give a shit about you. No, I'm just no, I'm just mm-hmm. saying that our capacity is bigger than thirty. Ah, okay. I'm, being a, I'm being a salty little bitch today. <laughs> <laughs> Can we not just socially distance everybody? Can we not just put like markers on the floor like they do at ASDA, just to make sure I that mean, people stay away from each other? Can we do one outside? We could maybe do one outside, couldn't we? But then, I mean, yes, I mean, the main please. problem is though the, the main issue. The main issue: other wrestlers aren't going to be allowed to touch each other. <laughs> so, like, we've got to have two wrestlers in a ring together. That's there the is main. that. Can we not? Okay, if we can get around the whole wrestlers kind of can't touch each other thing, can we not just do what WWE did recently, uh, this past week and just hold a wrestling show at North Towers, which is in Jesmond? We'd love to do that. Wait, yeah, there's a North Towers in Jesmond. How come I've never been to North Towers before? It's got the massive North logo as you come off the motorway. It's <laughs> you, you can't miss it. It's right next to the, Big wrestling right ring on the, the roof. That mustn't be important enough to get out for a meeting. Massive, massive statue of Bass Bad in reception. <laughs> <laughs> we've got a well here at North Towers in North Shields. We've got a um, we've got a trampoline. It's a little one, but we've got a trampoline in the backyard. We could do that. But I tell you what, though, there is. I am. I would love to try and do something. I don't know what. Like, because everyone got real sick of everyone putting their shows out for free, like real quick. Everyone was like, the first two weeks, free wrestling. Here's our show from two months ago. Have it, have it, have it. And everyone went, oh god, too much wrestling that I've already seen. This, we burned very like quick, didn't we? We all did. We did. I think we all did. And then, and then it was like, I mean, again, we'll go back. We'll go back to this, but with Chop, obviously, still being at work and going out, going to work, working for the NHS. Uh, easy for us to stay at home, but then all of a sudden it got really busy again when everyone was like, "Ah, oh, we can work from home quite quite easily." Um, productivity levels got pushed back up. So the reason we haven't had a podcast for a while is I've just been, and I think we all have been, just too busy, like um, with with real life real life jobs at the minute. Um, but surely there's something else that we can do. I don't I, like. There's got to be. Someone's going to come up with there it. There is. Yeah, and just... don't call me Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there has to be another big idea. I think we're on the verge of it. I don't know what it is yet, but I do mm. feel like we're on the verge of having another big idea to, to keep wrestling ticking over. Like I I mean, I mean, here's the thing, right? And here's, here's the serendipitous timing of this, right? This week, the year of our Lord 2020... Um, a major release is occurring that actually goes that actually predates North Wrestling. Uh, a major release that actually is that actually historically is the reason why North Wrestling exists altogether, and that is Total Extreme Wrestling 2020 comes out this week. So I just wonder whether I mean I've I've already I've already suggested it. I want to be live streaming this. And I think Bowers should be live streaming this as well. If we can't have proper, so have you, are you not familiar with TW? No, Chop? no, no. What's this? Ooh, do you, huh? do you not? Do you remember Extreme Warfare? 
They eat with her? No, I don't think I do. Am I, am I on a different planet or something, yeah? What's this like? So, Extreme Warfare, Total Extreme Wrestling, essentially the football manager of wrestling. So, Extreme Warfare is... I grew up on Extreme Warfare. I grew up on Promotion Wars. Adam Jennings' oh. Promotion Wars. And uh, Extreme Warfare, like, I think it was... T- uh, it started out at, like, just extra, was it just Extreme Warfare? And then it was Extreme Warfare 1000, 2000. Reve- Revenge. And then and then the daddy of all Booker Sims, Extreme Warfare Revenge. Now it's Total Extreme Wrestling 2020. Adam Ryland's still fucking banging them out. I haven't played on it for ages because I don't have a Windows Mac, uh, Windows laptop. So I've only got a Mac. Ah, that's why. So I'm not sure how, but I tell you what, I am so up for doing some live streaming of Total Extreme Is this where, like, um, Extreme Wrestling. I know a lot, a lot of our roster have been like, I'm only 90 mm-hmm. personality, I'm only this. Is this what this is all about? And what are the found yeah, themselves so in a, the game and that? That's right. The, the Who, I think, I think the Who 1987 or something does a mod because it's not, it doesn't have real wrestlers in it. So he right. does a mod, a real world mod. And I think we were, North were in a uh, revision of that mod on the last game. I don't know whether we are anymore or not, but there are definitely North wrestlers on there. Right. Ah. If you do have that mod, incidentally, I'm on it as a dirt cheap announcer. So if you are looking, (laughs) if you are playing it, and you don't want to spend any money on your comms team, but you know you need to have one, like I think I'm I'm probably a tenner. Uh, And my stats are weak, but it'll be fine. Is that more expensive than what you're charging anyway? (laughs) No, no, I'm apparently I'm apparently more expensive than JR. So uh, as as I discovered in a conversation a while ago, I'm roughly the same, if not more, than Jim Ross. And that's a sad yeah. so I'm trying to remember who said that to me. Somebody said, How do you feel about being a comparable in price to booking Jim Ross? I said Jim Ross should should have a bit more self have a bit more self esteem, a bit more pride in himself. Jim Ross should be more expensive. Jeez, I I'm not sorry. Ross should have more pride in his work. So I can get Jim Ross for the same price as you. That's what you're saying. I think he's a touch more. You've got to pay his travel. Bear in mind, you'd have to pay my travel. Bear in mind, I, bear in mind, I haven't bought you any new... T- I haven't <laughs> charged you for any new trainers. Could you yeah, imagine all those, all, all those next suits go on my tax return as opposed to incidentals? <laughs> Could you imagine him trying to kick off with Amir Jordan when he's trying to talk about the cricket or something? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Amir, man! <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what the hell is cricket by God? <laughs> he get everyone's name wrong. At least when I do it, it's adorable. <laughs> At least when you do it, people fucking tweet us directly about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. You take the heat, not me. That's fine. <laughs> right, I want to see actually what whilst we're doing this, is there any way of seeing what is on this? Because let's be honest. Am I on the am I on the game? Uh, I don't actually know. I I would imagine if North is on there, <laughs> you will be on there. Maybe not in name, but North Promoter will be on there. <laughs> who will tell you that um, Rory Coyle is losing overness because of a weak gimmick. It's not a weak gimmick, by the way. <laughs> you overused the landed gentry at your last show. People got sick of seeing them. Yes. Oh, let's do let's do that, EWR that reviews. Is- that opening segment with uh, Tom Campbell and Andrew Bowers, uh, this was seen on the last show. 
The fans got bored of it. They saw this on the last show and the show before that and the show before that and the show before that. <laughs> the fans were confused by the main event. That let the cannons fly by any chance. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, okay. So, well, hang on a minute. Sorry, Chuck, we're just club. banging on about a game that you've not played. I'm it's very rude. I get it well, though, but I've got, to, I've got to have a Windows computer though, is that what it's still? Or is it, is it on Mac yeah, but though? I think. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a Windows only, but I think. Have you heard of DOSBox? Yeah, and you can do oh, all that. Um, there's something on Mac that you can have. Oh, it's really boring, but you oh, can put it I'll tell you what, it's fucking it's shit. It's a faff on. It, it's a wine. Yeah, thing. all that shit. And man. it's a fucking piece of shit. So I might just. <laughs> Get the impression we don't like windows. it in the room, lads. <laughs> uh, I might just get a cheap Mac, uh, Windows laptop, and just just so if I am on the game, if I'm not, you can fuck <laughs> off that piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, yeah, I, you can't see whether anyway, we will we will try and find out. Anyway, enough of that chat. We'll find mm. out in the meantime whether Bowers is on that one or not. Just to satiate my own ego, but mm-hmm. how's everyone been doing? Let's have a, a quick lockdown chat. It's been like three weeks, I think, isn't it, since we've done a podcast? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah, I'd say it's about, about three weeks, like easily, easily. How are you doing? Even though it's been three weeks, we're incredibly unprepared, so we have no running. <laughs> well, the reason that we're doing it all together, I think we need to we need to credit Chop for this because Chop is. Chop normally is the one that will organise us, will corral us. And then normally, yeah. like, it'll be a case of, oh, work's come up, oh, this has happened, oh, that has happened, and then it goes quiet. I think it was on Friday where Chop went, right, lads, I'm going to crack the whip! We're doing a podcast! <laughs> when? <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair shout. I think it was something to do with the, the pop and the boys had done one. I was like, nah, I'm not letting them get the force. They've got, they've got their shit together. We're meant to be like the official North one, and the unofficial one is getting there before us. Like it's like, nah, come on, boys. Did you, see their, um, <laughs> did you listen to their, their uh, podcast with Benji and Zeal? Very good. Nah, I wouldn't listen because I was like, not until I've done ours first. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll come petty to the really end. Good. See who's is better. Well, do All right, petty Wayne Throps. Even more pettiness. I mean, I turned it off circumstantially, but let's go with this story. Uh, they got to a point where Benji was just about to give me some credit for some of the gimmicks because everyone else got all the credit. And then, just as he went like, yeah, and you know, credit to Bowers for having a um, you know, masseuse, a sports masseuse, and blah, 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 blah. Somebody just went, I well, Pop and the Boys started back in there, and blah, blah, blah. And they started talking about Pop and the Boys. And that's when I went, oh, fuck this. Let's do our own podcast. <laughs> Let's Ooh. put ourselves over. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Ooh. I'm joking. I'm Whoa, joking. popping the boys. We ain't popping for you no more. You bastards. No, it's actually really good and you should Not all really. listen to it. It's, um, it's, it's, they talk about um, North East Wrestling, which has had a bit of a bashing as well. Um, did you guys see this? Did you see when there was only a... F- well, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go too far with this one because it caused a bit of uproar. Um, who yeah, I, who's yeah. been shitting on Northeast Wrestling? I just want to talk. I'm not, saying it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. We'll talk. We'll talk about that. Oh, their name rhymes. You've got to let me know now, man. I mean, I don't even know. And I'm not going to say anything. Their I'm name rhymes with Strike Spliver. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, but what was it? What was a shame was when uh, they they couldn't name more than like the primate as a northeastern wrestler. So what was lovely was to listen to a podcast that celebrated northeast wrestling, uh, northern wrestling on the whole. And I think, um, yeah, it made me miss it even more. What a shame, though, that somebody felt the need for whatever reason. I'm going to look into this a little bit more. Felt the need to to run down Northeast mm. wrestling. That's a real shame because nobody they, benefits. They didn't, they didn't run it down. They didn't run it down. Um, uh-huh. There was a tweet that was put out by one of our guys that I think it was misinterpreted quite heavily. Okay. Um, they're quite a popular. They're quite popular people, um, and they're really they're really good people that I've dealt who I've dealt with in the past. Um, I think. Somebody misinterpreted a tweet and looked at a, upon that tweet a little unfavorably, um, and there was just a moment where they couldn't name more than two Northeast wrestlers, and that kind of I tell you what it did make me realize was that that's why North's pretty important. Uh, there's so many fucking talented guys out there in the Northeast that mm-hmm. we I'm, I'm desperate to get back to showing them off and and and, and doing what we do. But anyway, that was a side mm. note. That was a side note. I thought I would address that because somebody has asked me about that. But that's, no, that's, that's that bit addressed. Anyway, what do I think about that guy in America who was like sitting on a talk show saying, "Have you seen these retards that watch wrestling?" And right. oh, the, the comedian now. Really wrong. I th- that's oh yeah. Well, in that you bit, you bit. Exactly I realized it didn't work. I realized shortly after it was, was just the a use bit. of the. Was the use of the slur. Yeah, I would. The slur that, mm. that that fucked me off beyond belief. Um, <clears throat> as uh, as a father of, of someone with a disability, it was uh, yeah, it was, it was very poor, fucking poor, poor taste. Yeah. You don't do that, man. But I thought it was. I thought it was just one of those things where I was like, okay, I know what yeah. you're doing. Like, you just feels like a bit. Like fans bite. Yeah, we yeah we do we do. I did, and I deleted it because I realised there's always going to be guys like that. There's always going to be that. And you could spend your life trying to defend wrestling, but you'll just get, you'll get tired. And do you know what? A lot of stuff that wrestling does is indefensible. So you just, you know, <laughs> my, my, my mindset during this. Is that not part of the joy this, of it, though? Is that not part of the joy? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, me personally, like we could, we, if we get to money in the bank, I'm happy to wax lyrical on how brilliant <laughs> that was. But a, a lot of the time I've, when I've encountered people and I'm, I turned 36 this year, and I'm now at a point where, as a wrestling fan, I can't be asked to engage with people that don't like it. Like, I haven't got the time nor the energy to sustain conversation trying to explain to somebody why I like a thing that I like. I just don't have the time. The best thing you can do is just live and let live and let them crack on. Um, I just, I can't, I'm blocking in my 36th year, in my 36th year, I think I blocked more people on Twitter than I've ever blocked in my life. Cause I've reached a point where I've gone, I can't be asked to be the troll whisperer anymore. Mm. It's tiring yeah. and it just drains my life force. So I'm like Tommy, like Tommy's candle from Power Rangers. It's burning down. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I just such a I good analogy. Oh my god! Uh, it's true. It's that. So so now I feel like the White Ranger, and my my, my candle's lit again. And um, 
because now I'm just blocking people who, and it's yeah. not like, oh, you disagree, so I'm blocking. It's more a case of people coming at me and just insulting me out of the blue. I just go, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just you've been horrible to everybody. You crack on. Tom, I'm yeah, sure so... I read on Twitter that you had a death threat. Is that true? Oh God, yes, of course I have. <laughs> I think I've had, think I've had two. Oh yeah, it's, it's and and it, they're, they're, it's it's nothing like worth calling the police about. I know that much. It's more the fact that in the comments section, like there was a comment that said, uh, "I'll only be happy with Tom when I see him dead in a ditch." Oh, like because because apparently I didn't review a show very well. And then another guy who who I think he tweeted me or something a while ago, and he said, uh, "You better hope I don't meet you in public because you're an embarrassment to our industry, and I'll see that you're gone." Cool. Cheers! I'm talking about men pretending to hit each other and women pretending to hit each other and someone saying that I should die for it. Oh, it's, I, I get, I get that not everybody is gonna, is gonna like everybody because the world's boring like that. If everybody liked everybody, I get it. But here's the thought. If you don't like the things that I do on the internet, oh, don't watch them. And literally, don't you know, display. you know the videos I'm gonna do. If you hover over the YouTube thing, you see my face appear. So you know, that's a video with Tom in. Don't really like him. He's a bit cringe. It's alright. Just watch another one. It's fine. Uh, I'm bothered. The philosopher. Scooter once said, it's nice, <laughs> it's nice to be important, but it's more important to be nice. Just remember that, right? Encore, encore, rock you down that. to the floor. Hey, let's pull that on. <laughs> Scooter say that. I remember that off the Scooter track, right? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Wine, cheese and toiletries, I remember off the Scooter Respect track. Respect to that man in the ice cream van, right? I <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, well, you know, I would I would say to that person, "Fuck you!" Like, but also at the same time, they're no just point hurting the energy. But what gets my and thing think... is like his username will be like Iron Man Forever nineteen eighty four, and it's like, yeah, you watch superheroes, <laughs> mate, so don't come at me with fucking wrestling. Yeah, you want to talk about someone with a fucking light bulb in his chest? I mean, I love all sorts, right? I love all sorts of entertainment. What are you saying about Iron Man? Well, I love what it. What are you saying about Iron Man? Right? But you know what I mean? Don't come at me. Gonna kill you, bitch. mate. You know what I mean? Like, try to... <laughs> oh, great. And then again, like, you stay Tom says a bit, and I did. And it was... Did that I get it. I get it. It was that weekend. I bite I was, a like, lot. Right, grump that weekend. Oh, like, we all bite. We all mm, bite, though, I right? Bite. But, like... But I think this is in every form of life. And I think, like... To segue a little bit back into, like... Into... This reflective time that we're all on, and I guess I'm I'm, I'm in a lucky position to actually have, to, to be able to be reflective. I know it's actually an incredibly stressful time for everyone, so I'm not minimising that hope by saying that. But like, imagine being what's going through the heads of these people where they watch a review of a wrestling show and they go, "Fuck you! I want you to die!" Like it's like mm. when you see like football matches. And you know, I tell you what, you don't get this with wrestling fans. You never get wrestling fans really wanting death on people. Maybe you do in WWE. But like at a local wrestlers, you're certainly at our level. Actually, you do a lot. Um, thinking about it, yeah, you do. <laughs> I'd love to defend wrestling fans, but I don't think I can. No. I'm an honest guy. No. Can't do it. I'll do the quiet. <laughs> it's like the elephant saying, in the room uh, over there. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like when you see um, like football matches these grown men with jobs, children, probably grandchildren, oh, and like, uh, say that Raheem, Raheem Sterling at Chelsea, when they're just fucking, there's bile out of their mouths, and you just think, fucking, what on earth awful. is going on in The majority head? of times when I've had, and, and I like to point out, 
the the ninety eight percent of the feedback I get is lovely and positive and friendly and joyful. It it is the overwhelming majority, and I'm incredibly grateful to be an exception to the rule when it comes to people on the internet. That the majority of what I get is lovely. I'm very very flattered and I'm very very humbled by it. But obviously we are who we are, and we see the two percent. We see that little bit that creeps through, and um, I feel that. More often than not, when people, when I've had tweets from people, it's just, just spewing the bile, as you say. You look on their profile, and they're like, dad of two amazing kids. Yes. Yeah. It's like, you, why Why is this on top of your agenda? Pun intended. Why is this never, on top of your agenda? I'll never um, forget the one um, which totally changed my attitude to it, is when um, I posted something in a Facebook group. I think it was a cultaholic Facebook group. And it was like about mm. North, and it was like kind of like tying it all in. And someone said, fuck you, fuck you, Tom. And I think you replied, oh, yeah. like, well, thank you very much. And he was like, no, go fuck yourself, Tom. And I was like, what? It was like, this is the first time I'd really like been a, like, a part of anything like that. And I was like, what? And it, anyway, unraveled a bit. And the guy was like, oh, you know, I, I, I like you really. Like, it's just, you know, ha troll life. And I looked on his profile and there's a profile picture, him and his two kids. And I was like, troll life? Like what and he was just doing it just to mm-hmm. do it did he have all his teeth fucking mental he was a very respectable man by all, well, i mean wasn't but by by all accounts he had two kids to, 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 to kind of to put a full stop on it i think yeah. one thing i've learned from it is more often than not not so much maybe not so much with him but with a lot of people that send nasty things out to people there and it doesn't excuse it but it explains it they're hurting. These are normally people mm-hmm. who are having a horrible time, mm-hmm. and normally yeah. what they are what they are angry about is projections upon themselves, and so therefore their way of taking back a bit of control is to kick back. And sometimes yeah. the only person that they feel like they can kick back at are people who are online, because more often than not they aren't going to react. And if they do, it's a bonus because it kind of it, it kind of puts a stamp on what they do. But more often than not, it's people are like that. They're not like that because they are nice, well-rounded, comfortable people. They're like that because they're hurting. And yeah. and it's and it's one of those, one of those things where I'm again, it doesn't happen very often to me. It happens a little bit, but I notice it. I'm thick, just about only just about thick-skinned enough to be able to take a lot of the shit that comes my way. Only just yeah. about. I have days where I am or at not least just skinned at all. Yeah. And to, but then, but that's okay. But I would rather that they come to me with that than than attack somebody who isn't not mentally like prepared for it, and it could be the thing that finishes them off mentally, puts them over the edge. I don't want that. I would rather they that come to me than other people. It sounds really pious, but it's true. Yeah. Well, I messaged this uh, podcaster, this DJ. I got into his DMs. Oh, let's say a bit. But I got into his DMs and I says, you are an embarrassment no, to this industry, right? Fuck you. I hope I don't see you in the street. Die. <laughs> or, or words to and that what did Bass Hunter say to that? <laughs> I couldn't think of a song there quickly by Bass Hunter. Was. <laughs> <laughs> How many times was the song? Which one? Bass Hunter thing. What's the famous? Now you're gone. There you go. I mean, thank you. So we've been, we kind of, we've got off track a little bit, but what I'd like to like reel it back in and go with everything that's happening, because I think there's some current concurrent themes with that. How's everyone doing? How are you doing, Chop? Um, well, like I say, 
come uh, last week, I would say back end of Monday last week, um, I was in a bit of a rut, but I'm not going to lie, like, um, I was getting grumpy around the house, I was snapping at people, I would go to work and, you know, people would be asking us to do three people's jobs and I was just getting very, very, very wound up. To the point I snapped at one of my family members, um, which the next day I went down and apologised straight away because I, it's just not myself. But I just yeah. think it, with everything that's going on, it's it's so easy. I mean, I'm just minute compared to what some people are going through, and yeah, it's easily done. But you've just got to like have a beer. I made made a case now to have a beer every night, and I don't usually drink in the house. But I just think it's my little go-to now where I can have just just the one. I'm having loads every day, but if I have a cold beer and I'll reflect on the day and just go, fuck it, it's not worth it. It's not worth being angry, I'm it's not it. worth being grumpy. Just get on I'm having it. loads if it's, uh, if, it's, if, it's, if it's a competition. I'm having loads. But my, <laughs> I, I would like to put, I'd like to put you up on something there where you said, you know, it's a drop in the ocean compared to other people. That might be true, but then everything's subjective anyway. So it's also not true. And I think it's a case of... You know, you're allowed to feel that way, I yeah. think. And you're allowed to feel like things are difficult. And yes, it might be. Um, and, and, and we might be luckier than a hell of a lot of other people. Um, but also, that doesn't really matter when you're here anyway. Because, I, um, you know, not to get into too much, but I know um, there's people I, I, I love about who... I love who are in therapy and go for therapy sessions themselves and very, very much recommended that I would go to therapy, not getting into it too much, but just to kind of like pull that over a little bit. And I'm very much someone who's just like, I'm okay. Don't worry about it. I'll be fine. I'm dealing with stuff. And you start to kind of realize well, that's, that in itself is actually not a great attitude to have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, don't get me wrong. It's very, for the best, it's for the best intentions. I know it's coming from a very well-intentioned place to be like that because you're putting yourself before others. But I think mentally, it's absolutely fine to go. Actually, um, not okay. Like I'm not good today, yeah. and I'm not comparing myself to anybody else because whatever's going up here is whatever's going up here. And I know there are probably people listening, and there's probably people out there who are maybe thinking the same thing and struggling internally, but going, but you know, I've got my job, I've got a house. I'm, there's there's a, there's much worse people off which is true but it still doesn't lessen the fact that you might be going through a difficult time and i think the you know we were talking just before we came on and it's that thing of just giving yourself a little bit of a break sometimes and 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 the acceptance that you can give yourself to go yeah like i might rank here 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 compared to everybody else that comparison just needs to be just taken away for one minute and if you're struggling it's fine to reach out. Mm-hmm. It's fine to even just reach out to yourself and say, "Actually, this is shit." Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a comment from um, Drew that made us twig what was going on because we were doing this. This uh, Drew Shardlow, the Paul Heyman of the North. That's the very one. <laughs> that's the very one. You, you were in the uh, group chat of that. We were going to watch some shit wrestling. I mute it. It's a lot of talking. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it off after twenty-four hours of it starts going, but but. It was like, we're going to watch some shit wrestling. Do you want to watch it? We were in like a group thing. I said, yeah, yeah, no bother. And as soon as I come on, um, Drew was like, <laughs> he quoted uh, Vince McMahon. He was like, you've lost your smile. Uh, Sean Michael says, you've lost your smile. It's up with you. You look angry. And and I looked at myself. I was like, you know how it is? I am. Freaking. And yeah. it was that, that one day where I was just like, right, 
We need to sort this out. Are you allowed to be me? Oh, I know, but I'm not that sort of person who's usually like that. I'm the, I'm the, hello, me, Harry, how's it going? Hi, not so bad. Hi, how's it going? Do you want a drink? Hello, we'll get a drink. And it's like, I'm that sort of person. I'm not like a help me sort of, you know, I want, you know, I'm not that person. But obviously that, that week, I was so irritable. I was so angry with people. I was pissed off with the fact that, you know, I'm going into work. I'm not getting protection of the PPE shit. I'm not getting... Um, time off as much as some people are getting and I'm not getting paid as fucking nowhere near as what we should be getting and I was just like do you know what it is I was so close one day to just say to me boss yeah stick your job up your ass because it's not worth it uh, it was getting to that yeah. point so I mean luckily I've been able to just look at myself and think you know it's, it's you've got to try and turn it around you know and I'm thinking I have I mean this week it's, it's been a lot better this week but uh oh it was it was it was tough like the fight is finding time for you because um i know we we <laughs> we we metaphorically punch you a lot but <laughs> i could never do it properly you smashed me in a fight <laughs> um that doubt but it's because you go from work at the moment uh, your proper frontline work and we respect the ever loving fuck out of you now pay some fucking do and you uh, because your frontline work actual work with you <laughs> yeah it's an actual fucking someone's holding the front line up um now the uh because you're you're doing that and then you're coming home and you're being a husband you're being a parent you're exactly. being yeah. everything else and and there's no time in your own head to to separate and you need that all the time and uh and uh, you know i'm not encouraging i'm not encouraging saying have a beer a night that sounds like an old 40s war poster yeah. have a beer every night yeah. it improves your, your teeth um but anything that you do that is that is giving you chance just to decompress yeah. i think that's what it's about yeah. it's just time mm-hmm. to decompress that is yours that you can just go i'm just gonna take stock of the day stop now just dig i mean like me and alex do the same we lived we're, we're currently living together and uh we, you know neither of us are leaving the house because you know, work is based from home at the moment so we and even then we both need time on our own to decompress with stuff and uh it's it's perfectly normal whatever you need to do to kind of put your mind right a little bit do you feel like you now you're having like a beer on an evening do you feel better I feel more relaxed. That's definitely. I'm um, I'm coming in and I'm not thinking of work and why it's winding us up and why I'm, once that, once that gets my head of winding us up, it only takes someone to say you haven't done this wrong the house and it's like boom everything mm-hmm. volcanoes erupted or I was having a con- like I say I was having a conversation and it was something so stupid it was um, I had when first week of uh, lockdown came we bought my uncle an iPad and he's uh, seventy five year old. So as you can imagine, like an old people trying to get used to using iPads, it's quite hard. And for someone who's in lockdown, I'd left it at the front door and I says, listen, just press the green button when I FaceTime you. I'd already set it up for him. Um, so fast forward five weeks and he's, he, bless him, he's still, he was he couldn't get the volume working. And I was trying to explain to him over, over as he's FaceTiming us. And I just snapped and I was like, listen, man, it's like trying to teach a three-year-old. And... He just put the phone down on us, and I was thinking, "Oh shit!" Like mm-hmm. this is one of them moments where I was like, "I shouldn't have done that." I straight away shouldn't have done that, and yeah, I mean that's it was from there. It was after that I was that's when I was like to say after that 
I went on that uh, the group chat with Drew, and he was like, "You just, you just don't look happy, mate. You need to. What's going on?" And I was just like, "Aye." And then the man in and work on the Monday, and I was just right. We need to sort this cool. out because it's not, it's not good for anyone really. Because you've got to remember, you've got but, everyone else in the house. You're going to bring them down, so you've just got to try and. But it's a lot of pressure, and it's a lot of pressure for everybody. Yeah. And I think you know, not to make this a big old global political speech, but the one thing I'm scared of after yesterday's announcement so yesterday was the announcement where things are starting to get lax but they're not really lax but they are lax what i don't like about it is it seems to be putting all the pressure back on everybody else and it seems like it's gearing everybody up to start fighting against each other and not giving anyone a bit of leeway they've already you've already seen in the papers today like there are you know all the manual tasks all the manual laborers all the manual jobs they've been sent back to work first thing they do is they put out these pictures of people on the tube. I'm like, what What the fuck did you expect? And then the first thing that happens is everyone starts slagging them off on Twitter. And we get into this thing where we're all fighting against each other yeah. again. Now, going back to a very much like personal level and going back to your own house, it's, there has to be a bit of uh, leeway given to everyone at this point. Like the amount of patience that I've learned living in a house with three girls and a female dog. Like the hormones bouncing around the walls sometimes. <laughs> The amount of times that I've had to be gone, <laughs> to be fair though, they've been absolutely fucking great. But and it's it's primarily me who gets annoyed, and it's. But you know what I mean. Everyone has had to understand, like that, in the in, in the you know the old days, three months ago, we've had those times where I'll be like, "What are you fucking doing that for?" I've had to stop myself from doing that and go like, mm. "Don't do don't do that, don't do that." Mm. But people are bubbling over as well, so when they bubble over, you have to understand. Look. Yeah. Like it's a you've got to forgive quickly. You've got to forgive quickly because that's yeah, the only definitely. way that we will all get through it when you live with people. You've got to forgive quickly. Like I'm very and blessed. You've also that got Alex to give quickly. Yeah, and you've also got to forgive yourself. So I think you've got to, you've got to, especially when the thing is. And I was talking about this to Jade before. Like, um, you're working still, so mm. mine and Tom's lives have been turned upside down in our in the fact that we're just at home. You're still out going to work, like. That I couldn't fathom that. Like I get anxious going to fucking Morrison's and queuing up and people sticking their distance from me, kind of. Like I get really fucking anxious about that. If I was still going to work at a hospital, Jesus Christ, mate! Like you are doing. Oh, uh, it's 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 it's. But, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. It's it's just you get you you just you you'd let it all ball up in your head. I think that's the worst thing about it. Yeah, and when it once. It, when it plays in your head so much, you know, I mean, we can sit, all, sit here all day and talk about how the fact that uh, the NHS should be on more money, I mean, when it's all out, the, the, half of them will, will not be remembered for the stuff that's been no. going on, you know what I mean? And But let's all have a clap on a Thursday. That was another thing that would wind us up. We missed us, like, how are you coming out on the... On the I was like, no, I'm a fuck. I've had enough of clapping. Yeah. But well, then, exactly. And then half with 30, like thirty seconds later, I feel really guilty, and I'll be like, "Right, let's go for a clap." <laughs> I mean, stay for an extra couple of minutes clapping, but you know, what I'm do you out think of the that. Blue it's, post boxes. Yeah. What do you think of the blue post boxes? I think that replaces any kind of uh, pay rise. Surely, yeah. we've got some blue post boxes. Can I can I buy a, a new Xbox or PlayStation at Christmas with them blue boxes? <laughs> I don't think so. No, exactly. No, well, like, it's, it's, it's you are not alone, though, mate. Oh, I know, I know, yeah, I'm no. not the only one. But like I say, I'm hoping that me getting this across to everyone that yeah. hopefully you're not alone 
And, I, and then me being me, who's like one of the most happy to go bloody people, is even fucking, you know, had had. We are this three. Shit. We are three bubbly motherfuckers. Yeah. Who who are happy? Who are happy souls? Who have yeah. all come close to or have lost their shit in the last four yeah. weeks? And it's so, take Absolutely. some comfort from that. And if anyone can, wants I share to know, a little. Just DM. Well, we 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 don't give a shit. Just DM. Well, if you need I, to. Yeah. On that Please. on that subject, though, I will share. Um, a little, I've been sharing this on Twitter a lot. Um, it's a little something that I did at the end of a news video. And, I, and the reason I share it a lot isn't like, oh, I did. I think people need to fucking hear it. And mm. it's, um, it's a, I, I can't remember the origin of this phrase, but I know, it, it, I, I don't know whether it's something, <laughs> sounds really bad, I don't know whether it's something I made up or whether it's something I've sort of paraphrased from somewhere. But it's really powerful at the moment because what happens is that we're spending loads of time looking at twitter and facebook and social media and looking on our phones and we're seeing people like hey we just bought a pool for the garden we're out in a barbecue that's what awesome. a great life we're having what no but you you, yeah that's it you have okay great example and you're seeing people who are like oh man new week i'm about to do a zoom call big business meeting yeah. all this and you have a day where you're sat there and like you barely got out of your pajamas and, and you're like, I can't, I don't have the energy. And all I'm seeing is this, right? Here's the phrase. Here's the phrase. Hold this. Hold it close to your heart. Punch it into your wrist if you need to. Don't compare your behind the scenes to other people's greatest hits, what right? Because it's like. easy. It's easy to look at um, other people doing amazing things during the during lockdown, creating and curating and exercising and getting fit. And it's easy just to go, oh, they've all they've got their shit together. No one's got their shit together. Mm-hmm. Not a soul. And the, 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 the best and the worst of us. No one's got their shit together. But everyone's just sharing the stuff what they're doing. That and, and sometimes some people do it for accountability. Some people do it because they just like to share it. Some people do it just because they're arseholes. But either way, they like <laughs> to do it. But you should never compare where you're at mentally to what they're putting out there ever. I put nice pictures of me. Like, I did a news video. The, the reason I, I got talking about it is I did a video for Cult of and everybody always says, you're always really nice first thing in the morning. And I always get dressed in the morning. Like, I always try and overdress sometimes to overcompensate. Um, in, in the same way where the balance is wrong. So you put too much weight the other side to bring it back. Um, and I, and they said, oh, you, you always look nice. You always got a suit jacket on. And the one morning, as I was sort of reeling off this thing, I realised... I've put a suit jacket on over my pajamas. Like this is this isn't real. This isn't real. So I need to highlight this now. So I ended up going, look, okay, here's what you need to know. I'm not dressed well. I've just put a suit jacket on. And the the funny part is that um in in that and there I'm in this video. <laughs> I'm I'm wearing pajamas that my mum and dad bought me for Christmas a few years ago. And um, I'm in this video saying, don't compare your behind the scenes to other people's greatest hits. Like, no one's got their shit together. You know, we're all in this together. And there I am, fucking flexing in Calvin Klein pajamas. <laughs> Which, someone, I had to, I had to say, tell somebody, somebody bought those for me. I don't just buy them off the rack. Christ. I live in Primarni. Like, and every time I see that video, there is like a loose irony to some twat it with a beard going, hey, you're doing fine. We're all struggling. Calvin Klein pajamas. Uh, but, but the point still, and that was an accident. That was a wardrobe malfunction of the highest order. But the point still stands. Like if you're struggling, don't compare your behind the scenes to other people's greatest hits. None of us have got our shit together. You're doing just Absolutely. fucking fine. But like I, I say, I'm, I'm out of it now, and I'm absolutely fine now. But it's just there was that one week yeah. where it was just, 
you know. But I'm happy. I'm good. I'm glad that you've shared that though, because I think there are people out there. Um, who are probably of a very similar disposition to you, who might have uh, also feel the same. And I hope that, you know, I think that's the one thing that we've all had is like, not that we're helping, like, but maybe talking about it and on our podcast, hopefully, even if it's just one fucking person who listens to it, who then goes, oh, okay, it's nice to feel like I'm not just the only one going through this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, that, it, that it is okay to be fucking not okay. Like, and I'll tell you what, you are doing well, Chop, because one of the questions that we got on Instagram were, who is your favourite North promoter, sorry, North wrestler or promoter? And he said, Michael Cook said his was Chop. To which I replied, he's neither neither promoter nor wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) To which he then said, okay, Shreddy Breck then. (laughs) Well, you better put the stuff on us now then, boy. Well, there you go. <laughs> Chop, you should launch a wrestling promotion in the northeast. I hear it's on its arse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he already has, as far as like, this guy's sports are concerned. Michael Cook, yeah, right. Well, I'll have to pay him a couple of minutes, a couple of twenty quid or something. Like that. <laughs> Just slip him a bit of money. So, uh, quite, have we got any questions? I think from has anyone picked up any questions? Uh, we've, I've had a couple. If you've got your phone powers, there's some on Discord. Okay, well, I've got one from... We've got one from Colin, good old Colin Barker, um, who has just tweeted in and said, what is the panel, all of whom have paid their dues, so I don't know who right. he's talking to, um, think of the idea that the next North event should be in an outside open space and not the Riverside due to social distancing, of course. Oh, I just want to go yeah. back to wrestling. And I, I think we just, we picked on that before. And it's like, absolutely. I think that actually might be the only way that we get around this. Um, the only problem being is those people who are in the ring um, and whether they would be able to wrestle against each other. I'm not hundred percent sure I would get around that, but if you are wrestlers, wrestler or wrestlers who live together and live in the same household DMs are open for the first time. Any any inquiring, oh, <laughs> can I get booked DMs? If you both <laughs> live together and you both have a car, get in touch, baby. Vicky Haskins <laughs> versus Mark Haskins is my first main event. There you go. <laughs> T-Bone versus Lana Austin is the second main, semi-main event. It's fine. I think, all for I it, think like. they are, though. Or have I just I heard that wrong? Have I just stirred shit? Fair shout. Well done, everybody. I think from Twitter, though, AC Drake and Little Miss Roxy have been uh, isolated together. I thought they broke up. They have, yeah, but I think they're isolating together. Ah, oh, that would be a horrible place to isolate if you don't like each other. I know, yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. Um, so, Colin, yeah, I definitely think that that is something... I do think that's something that we might have to look into. Um... There was also a talk on Twitter yesterday. Okay, here's a good one. Somebody had asked who's going to do the first North versus South wrestling show. And obviously we were chucked into the equation with Riptide. I have asked Josh of Riptide, and I think I've mentioned it on this show before. Um, what do you think of um, What do you think of the idea of doing a North versus Riptide well, show? Didn't we discuss something like this a while ago? And we kind of had yeah. the, the, the we couldn't get and, and as, as beautiful as it is, as it kind of Infinity Wars style nonsense as it feels like. Um, is it not a, an issue in the sense that you're going to divide the audience 
one way or another, or am I? I'm trying to remember what we talked about. I know we did. T- I know we talked about North Show moment. going elsewhere, and we went like, "Well, is the North crowd going to go?" Like, no. I guess you. I mean, I mean, feasibly, you could do it. This... As, it could be three. It could be three shows. It could be, or like, you could do little bits over a space of a few months, because uh, you have got some guys that float between the two, so you could have some fun mm-hmm. with that. And then you'd have, um, you'd have. North versus Riptide one, North versus Riptide two, and then a North versus Riptide rubber, um, and obviously you do one at North, one in the South, and then one in the Midlands. I don't know. Um, Oxford or something. Oxford. But I think. I think no fans will go. <laughs> but I think there's like, um, I mean, how do you do it? How do you do a versus show? It's a bit odd when you're in independent wrestling. Like it's not New Japan versus WWE. It's but I think I think actually. Since it was first floated as an idea, I know that Riptide actually have more, much more of their own kind of core roster. They've got like Jordan Brakes, uh, Cassius. Um, I'm really showing my lack of uh, knowledge here. But they definitely have like more of a, um, like a southern based roster, you know. Um, where, so maybe, maybe well, the, for, you've kind of you got need. Spike Gervais, who could be the the, the 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 sort of the connection between the two universes. You know, well, you put, you put the Spike North G- and the South championships together, and uh, it forms a, a vortex, a portal. Well, he said himself on Twitter, Spike Gervais said, uh, "Why don't you do a champion versus champion match?" Oh yeah. So I was like, mm. but that is the first socially distant. Uh, championship match that we can actually do Spike Trevay versus himself but you know what here's an idea like there's there's the thing right you can play off the fact you just have you just have Spike doing promos with the Riptide belt on the one side the North belt on the other you have somebody from Mm. Riptide for example uh, challenge for the North championship you take somebody like maybe Cassius or maybe uh, maybe, Jordan Briggs is pretty good Jordan Briggs is good maybe Big T Justice someone like that um, is Big T still with them? I'm not sure. But um, you take someone like that and you have them challenge for the North Championship and so you have a competitive match and then you have somebody from North go, uh, I don't think so, mate. Buff, knock out yeah. Cassius. It's our belt. You can fuck off. And then you have Spike down south um, defending the Riptide Championship against the North guy. I like that. Maybe Amir Jordan because I know he's done something. So, like I, I, I think rather than like versus shows, I quite like the idea of like home and away matches or like, you know what I mean? Like, um, oh, I know. that's nice. So when I was in a band, like, or, yeah, or we, we used to like, um, we'd go down to say, uh, we played a gig in Brighton with the band um, and they would come up to Newcastle and they would support us in Newcastle and we would support them in Brighton. And it was a good way of kind of like going back and Make forth. connections. Like a, like a gig, a gig exchange or whatever. Yeah. Be open to something like that. I think I think it definitely opens up like the possibilities of um I think especially after we come out of this, like the promotions that are still around are definitely gonna have to try and help each other. And I think if there's any anything that anyone's in, I mean, basically if there's a if there's a concept there that's gonna put asses in seats, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Mm. So So yeah. Made you that first show back. You do realise, Tom, that we're going to be the first Can't people wait. they see at the quiz. And, like, all the boys, I know for a fine fact, right? I'm going to be in the quiz. You're going to be in the quiz as well? <laughs> well, I know for a fine fact, all the boys are fighting over who's going to take the first Rick Rude atomic drop. Because it's a big thing at the minute, isn't it? 
So I say, me, one of us takes the atomic drop before the boys and just piss them all off, like and just. Oh, just you know what? I'm, you know I'm not. I, I know. I know. Getting hit with the boys is your is your wheelhouse, chop. Yeah. So I'll let you crack on with that. I'm one we keeping. I'm one we keeping good. Uh, it's gonna be. I might. Man. I'm gonna get emotional when that happens. I'm gonna get. Mm. I'm gonna get a bit emotional. I'm 36 years old and I don't mind telling you. I'm gonna probably do a bit of a cry. Well, I've got a bit when you sent us when you sent us a video through last week. That was a. Uh, it was a week, a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago. I'm not um, gonna say too much about it because I know it's very much under wraps. But just seeing that little snippet, I was like, oh yeah. shit. Really there's a backstage video yeah, there's, there's a backstage video which was sent by Alex who's one of our camera guys um, and me and Alex have been trying to get a couple of things um, together a couple of projects together it's like kind of again going back onto the whole lockdown thing the momentum kind of it's really hard to get a whole bunch of people momentum, like moving in the same direction at the same time and, and motivated to do anything especially when it's quite, quite a big thing but he sent me this one clip through and it was of us three and I think Carl and I think uh, Sam who used to work on the show was on there and a couple of other people in the background and it was pre-show where we're dancing to Thunderstruck behind the curtain and it was that one where it was like fucking hell like that just seems like so far away as well mm-hmm. like it's mad that we were able to do that just this sometime this year because it just it was in February and it just seems like so far away. Mm. Um, and I think that's going to be a, a special old time when we first come back and, and burst through the curtains. Um, I might have to join you in the lap of honour, Tom. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. We are socially undistancing from everybody. Everyone's getting a kiss. I'll have to get rid of my so- so- Provided my temperature isn't over 100. Yeah, oh, that's what we'll do. We'll just go around with a thermometer and just go... Right, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take everyone's yeah, yeah. temperature before I hug them. That's the thing. That'll be the, but I think, I mean, but that's probably going to be what we're going to be doing is taking people's temperatures on doors, hand sanitizing on a regular basis. I mean, the other side of the coin is we're talking about being real. I'm bringing it. I'm, you can tell I'm a dad because I'm bringing expectations back down to ground level again. Where I go, hey, we don't know what's going to happen with the Riverside. Like we don't know what's, happen- what's going to happen with live venues. We just don't. Like so, we, you know, yes, we're a wrestling show that does one you know one show every few months out of out of the riverside but that's a much bigger venue that costs a hell of a lot to run and a lot of people depend on as their as their business whether they're gonna be around mm. fuck knows like i really really fucking hope so um so there's a lot of hoops to jump through before we get to that um where would you go I if like it didn't have... oh, fuck hell. i haven't no even thought about that obviously but north towers We'll fight from the ground floor to the roof. So how bad was that last night, Tom? Or was it good? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. So I haven't seen it. I'm watching that night. I tell you what, I don't even know any of the matches. (laughs) I haven't watched anything since Mania. I've been... I haven't watched anything since WrestleMania. I have been so fucking busy. I haven't... And kind of part of me has just not had the time to follow any wrestling. And following wrestling... I go for this period of wrestling of going like, yeah! I love it. Then back down to it. I can't do the wrestling that I love, so it makes me really sad watching wrestling. So I'm. So you didn't. So so you you didn't see who won Money in the Bank then. I have no idea. No. Can I just check? Oh. Right, can I? Can I? Make, oh. Can I? Can we make some? If only you've been paying attention to the show, you'd know already. No, I don't see. I don't. I, can I? Right. And, um, I tell you what. Should we do this as a thing? I'm gonna go through the Money in the Bank card. I'm just okay. going on. Uh, come on, give me the. Oh, I'm going on cage match. Thank, Thank you. you. I won it. I won it last night. 
Did you? I thought you had that right. for a while. I thought you won in a raffle. <laughs> uh, you the won the chance to fight the champion <laughs> in a raffle. Fight Alberto Del Patron in a raffle. So we've uh, got. I've got a card here. No, yours. No, I've got the, <laughs> no results here. <laughs> I know that. I know about that. <laughs> we've got no, no. results. Uh, no results here. Cage match. Okay. Chop. Do you know any of the winners of this? I know no winners. I just know. Um, I know who's actually. I know the. I know the the title match between Strowman and uh, Bray, but I don't know who's won it or anything like that. I think. I, like I say, I I've not know. watched anything since Mania. Like I, I think it's I'm just now even... the point of no fans. It should have just been stopped from Mania till SummerSlam, but that's my shitty opinion. I've not even been on the Twitter feed. I've been on our notifications, but I've not even had a look on Twitter today. Um, I, I agree with you. I don't. I don't think they should be doing shows, but that's by and by. Well, selfishly, um, it's kept me in work, so I'm really <laughs> glad that they've carried on. Well, yeah, keep kept me. Yeah, kept me getting furloughed, so I'm all right. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm thank you, greedy millionaires. Because of you, I can continue to buy crisps. <laughs> <laughs> so, WWE SmackDown tag team title fatal four way match: The New Day, Big E, and Kofi Kingston. I still love Big E. You know, I still think he was he's been criminally. I think he could have been about four or five years ago. I think he could have been in the main event picture. I've said that before, and I stand by it. Stand by it. Uh, the champions didn't know that. Uh, versus John Morrison and the Miz. I didn't know that John Morrison was back. Did I know that? I, that <laughs> <laughs> I think I did. I think I did. Uh, versus the Lucha House Party. What? Grand Metallic and Lin Storado. What? <laughs> How long has it been since you've watched? They've been team for ages. Oh my god. Uh, the Forgotten Sons, Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake. Do you remember Gunner from TNA? I do, yeah. He's their manager, so that gives you a little. Oh, he's their manager, right? He's their manager, Jackson, Jackson Riker. Jim Riker, is their manager. Oh, that name. Jackson. And Blake is Blake right. from out of off of Blake and Murphy from NXT that time, and a guy right. called Steve. Steve um, Cutler, <laughs> and with Cutler. the weather, Steve Cutler. <laughs> um, Thanks, John. And the Sons of Anarchy sort of. Uh, gimmick is that what it is like? yeah it's kind right. of yeah it just, they've just I've got a real of, problem like aces and aids Sorry, and like just disciples of apocalypse and whatever mm. else is biker gangs and shit like that I hated aces and aces pretty much uh, I've got a real problem with the they way that they spell Jackson <laughs> you know why they do shit like that though, don't you it's, it's for google it isn't it that's why they change that's why ah. Taz has two Z's. That's why, like, you know, it's unconnected to, to WWE, but it's why Jordan Grace is spelled Jordan the way she has. You know, it's stuff like that Jackson. to make you stand out. Jackson Riker. Right. So if you were spelling Jackson, Jackson with Jack- an X. What are Jackson? Sounds like he's from so the West X- Midlands. So you're, you're spelling it with an X, right? Does mm-hmm. it need the extra S in there? Jackson. 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 That's ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> so who, right? So I think I think chop what's your prediction. I think I've got my prediction. I think they retain. Lucha House Party. Uh, the New Day retained last night. Yes, of course it did. Pinning the Lucha House ways. Party. So that's uh, it's even worse for everybody involved. Good and match. In... Fun knockabout match. Start the show. Was it good? Yeah, it's good. It's all right. Was it done in? The, was it just done in the format of a no audience? Just 
the match happened. Really yeah, happened. so basically, so everything they're doing now outside of our main event tonight is coming out of the performance center in Orlando where they're allowed to do it. And it's in front of no crowd. And I'm kind of used to the aesthetic now. Thank God after about a week, they moved the hard cam because the hard yeah. cam initially was facing empty seats. And now they moved it to the hard cab is facing the entrance ramp, which feels a lot nicer. But still, the issue, the, the big thing is, all jokes aside about whether they should do it or not, the big issue is that they say, oh, we want to provide escapism from the world right now. So but every time you see the performance center, you don't escape. You know, like this is happening because of the problems in the world right now. You can't escape it. It's like when Graham Norton is a Zoom call and it's like, I'm fucking sick. I'm fucking sick of watching Zoom calls in my day-to-day job. I am more sick of seeing Graham Norton do a Zoom call with some famous people. It's so bad. Like, every fucking... I don't like the last leg. I'm not a fan of the programme. But I watched it because it was new. And we need to see something that I haven't already seen before. Um, And it's just... It's this. It's this. Like, there's hundreds of these happening. Like... Leave it alone. I don't want to see... Graham Everything on, on TV call. right now feels a bit like an episode of Through the Keyhole because yeah. you're seeing everybody's houses. And it's lovely to see how Tim and Thingy from Sunday Brunch live. But... <laughs> oh, man! I'm obsessed with that show. Did you see it yesterday? I didn't watch it. No, I didn't watch it. It's a Zoom call. It's a Zoom call. It's currently a Zoom it's call. fucking ridiculous. Don't it's absolutely... I've got so many, so many issues with Tim Lovejoy. Like, if you, if, if you, he's watch... a guy. He's like the Forgotten Sons. He's a guy that's fallen upwards. It's Tim Lovejoy. I can't <laughs> believe he's still in a job. Have you read any Soccer AM to what? Sunday Brunch? He was what a brilliant prank. in Soccer AM, though. I mean, it was, it was, if well, okay. Um, what I'm going to read is, right, you're going to bear with me here. Now, we've got a Tim Lovejoy reference. I, I mean, I'm obsessed with. Uh, how bad Sunday um, Sunday Sunday brunch? Yeah, Sunday brunch. How mm-hmm. bad it is! Like I am, so, <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. I'm not gonna be able to find it, but there is. My brother sent me a uh, an exit of Tim Lovejoy's um, autobiography from the nineties. Right, and oh boy, oh boy, the nineties were a different time. He wasn't writing uh, a story about Lana Austin, was he? Like the last episode. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what? You know what's you know what's been really bad is that there's no update to that fan fiction. Thank God, he's probably gone to jail. <laughs> Let me double check. Actually, I'll double check. Okay, right. So, um, uh, right. Okay, this is a excerpt from Tim Lovejoy's autobiography. Okay, um, and it, it's entitled Toot Camp." While we are talking about women on football pitches, there is an unwritten law that states that any woman under 40 that walks around the pitch must be subjected to a chorus of wolf whistles and a get your tits out chant. The thing I, the thing is, I believe that the women that do go on the pitch know full well this is going to happen. That's why they always wear high heels and they're full of makeup. <laughs> That's in his autobiography. <laughs> He also, and also and, uh, yeah, if you turn, if you turn it without, oh, oh, that's, that's old school deplorable nonsense. Oh, how is he still working? He, he also said, I mean, I still love Sunday Brunch. <laughs> like Tim, Tim Lovejoy is an idiot. Like we can all just accept the fact that he's an idiot. 
And he also said that there shouldn't be any female referees in football because they might fancy some of the players. Oh! Before the players would get it. <laughs> so I just love it. I just love his. Oh. Real... If it, although, have you, have you, are you, you like Charlie Brooker? Like, uh, Charlie yeah, I like Brooker's Charlie Brooker. Is she the one who does the um, garden with the ginger hair? What's she called? <laughs> Charlie Dimmock. Oh. <laughs> That's a great reference. I'm proud of that one. <laughs> I saw, um, I saw, uh, what's his name? Titchmarch in a, uh, in a pub um, where my dad lives <laughs> about two weeks before lockdown. <laughs> so, so what we say is coronavirus is his fault. <laughs> he yeah, knew so something. I'm... He wanted to go. Garden centers reopen on Wednesday, by the way, lads. Oh, really? Oh, they're already open. Yeah. Now they're back open. Um, anyway, so money in the bank. There's a really good... Just, <laughs> just uh, Google uh, Charlie Brooker, Tim Lovejoy, and there's a guy who does the best impression of Tim Lovejoy, and it will just it will ruin... If you like Tim Lovejoy, it will ruin his interviewing t- technique for anyone. Anyway, I'm let me double check. Mate, as a teenager, I used to try and do that Mr. Big Stuff uh, strut every week, man. I mean, I, I love. Don't get me wrong. I loved Soccer AM. Have you watched it recently? Boy, that's shite. Actually, it's not so bad with uh, what's his face or Jimmy. Um, oh, Bullard, Jimmy Bullard, and he's quite funny. Oh, I don't mind Jimmy Bullard, yeah. but the other ones are shite. Anyway, this is, this is great content for a wrestling crowd. Yeah, it is. Anyway, so the second match last night at Money in the Bank sounds like something that was booked on Extreme Warfare Revenge around about 2005. It's R-Truth versus Bobby Lashley. What the fuck? Right. No reason for that to happen at all. What? It no just, reason for that it to It just happen. happened on the no night. No build. No build. No build. Do you reckon, they were, do you reckon they, they were the two that responded to the email and were like, yeah, we'll wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it might have been. It was... Um, so, with that match... Okay, so... All right. Okay. So, who won that match? Who do you want to say who won that match? I think Bobby Lashley's got to win that match. I think Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Yeah. It was Bobby Lashley. Yeah. It was Bobby. It was meant to be. It was, okay. It was meant to be R Truth versus MVP. Um, <clears throat> which we found out literally as the introductions were happening. And MVP comes. MVP's back, by the way. Uh, he hosts the VIP lounge now. He does the interview segments and stuff, and he manages the odd wrestler. Um, he was meant to wrestle R Truth. Bobby Lashley comes out and tells MVP to take the night off. So I think MVP and Bobby are going to be working together. That'll be fun television on. They did it in Impact years ago. I'm glad to see them doing it again. Um, and Bobby just runs through our truth. Absolutely no reason for it to happen. Uh, on the pre-show, we had Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro. Oh, on the wow. main show, oh. we have this. I don't know. Someone's getting someone's getting Jeff sacked. Hardy. Jeff, Jeff. Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy came back. This, yeah. I was going to be this is great. This is mid- great. In the bank. This is like telling my dad what happened at the Money in the Bank. So uh, who do the okay, Bushwhackers so. fight? How are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm two one on this, by the way, Chop. So I'm two to one. Okay, you've got only got one right. You've so obviously far. got Google in front of you. No. Come on, then. What's the next one then? Come on, we're living in the age of Zoom quiz nights. There's no cheating going on. You can't. Um, okay, next one. WWE SmackDown women women's title match. Bailey with Sasha Banks, who's the champion, <laughs> versus, <laughs> versus Tamina. Who I, I didn't know she was back. Well, I knew she was back. She, I just didn't know she, she never left. Reason. She never I left. Knew, never knew. No, 
It was me who left. <laughs> um, uh, okay, Bailey versus Tamina. Uh, Bailey won that one, though. Yeah, I think Bailey retained. <laughs> that was indeed Bailey. Uh, Tamina batters her, uh, and then eventually um, uh, some, some shenanigans from sh- yeah. from Sasha Banks outside the ring, and it leads to Bailey getting a roll up, a crucifix roll up for the win. Um, Tamina was never with um, Don't get why Tamina's getting pushed. Yeah, no. I just found it weird that she was on the card, to be honest, like over anyone else. But uh, just Sasha Banks mentions just gives me flashbacks to that question on off where I had to impersonate Sasha Banks <laughs> and then realised I haven't watched wrestling or WWE wrestling in quite some time because I don't know what the fuck she does. <laughs> so we're going to have to do an MVP impression in the next show. <laughs> I think I did. You nailed that. it. I you did great. I mean, people laughed. That's the main thing. Um, okay, WWE Universal title match. Braun St- Strowman, the champion, versus Bray Wyatt. Well, they're not going to tear uh, off of Strowman, are they? No, he's just won it, hasn't he? Yeah. I do know that. I do know that. No, it's got to be Braun who won that. Return. Tom, was there any shenanigans with the fact that they used to be in the... Um, no, I was going to say the Brooklyn... The, in the, the Wyatt family, or has it just been yes. completely forgotten about? No, it's actually... No, no, no. I forgot about no, it. Play, it actually plays into the finish. So uh, the whole thing is Bray Wyatt has been trying to get Braun Strowman back on side, bringing out like the black sheet mask and saying, come back to us, come yeah. back to us. And then That's near right. the end of the match, Braun Strowman gets knocked out of the ring. He suddenly appears behind the ring with the black sheet mask on. And so Bray Wyatt's like, oh my God, you're back, you're home. I told him, referring to the Fiend, I told him I would get you back. Braun gets in the ring, rips his shirt off. He looks like the Braun Strowman of old. All the puppets of the Firefly Funhouse surround the ring and they're cheering. They're happy to see him back. The Braun and Bray Wyatt embrace. It's a lovely moment. And then it's a setup all along. And Braun Strowman just power slams him and wins. Oh my God. And then Bray Wyatt looks cross at the end of the match and a bit hurt. And then suddenly the Fiend graphic appears and then we fade out. So Fiend versus Braun down the road ah. I think Fiend will take the belt from Braun that'd be cool I quite like that that's I quite like that that's yeah. uh, that definitely set up for uh, an interest I like how they're like really going with Bray now like they seem to kind of trust him I think now it seems to have taken a bit of time but they seem to have well until Goldberg comes back and he's decided to take it off of Goldberg or some stupid shit like that <laughs> I've never liked Goldberg in my life I liked him in WCW I liked the intensity I just think, fucking hell, just leave I mean, that one. I think saying liking him in WCW was one of those things where it was like, well, like, you kind of, you were supposed to. Like, I wouldn't say I was like, oh, yeah, Goldberg. It was just like, and again, it's in hindsight because he's been so shit after there. Like, it was just looking back at it. It's like, well, even at the end of the Goldberg run, it was like, fuck Goldberg. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, once, yeah. I, I mean, once he lost the belt to Nash, after that, he was shit in WCW. But yeah. when he first came to WWE, um, the two thousand and he was double shit. Well, that first <laughs> month he wasn't. So ten years, fifteen years later, when he faced the Rocket Backlash in two thousand three, he was actually not too bad. And That's then, the Rock. That is. Well, That's the, the Rock, rock the making effect. Goldberg look like a billion dollars. Effect, exactly. I mean, he was yeah. spearing mm-hmm. like them, uh, the, the, the uh, ten second, uh, two minute warning. And he speared Christian, mm. and that looked mint, and he, it was set up for him to be perfect, and then it just went to shit. Yeah, but then you got to no, because you then had to have an actual match. But he like, had a, not oh. a bad match with the Rock, so you think, well, if the Rock can get well, through it, 
You say not about match rate. though, but the, the the rocks the rocks excellent at having those main event matches yeah. where not a hell of a lot happens apart from a few peaks and then there's loads of like lows is crawling around and the the rocks got that charisma of just getting everybody just invested somehow with literally just his facial movements and his just looks towards the crowd and being knackered and sweaty like that Goldberg match of the rock was not um, but the build up to it was it's hardly, it was hardly take a it was only Taker Michaels, was it? You no, know no, no, I mean? no, it, no, was it wasn't fucking... like that. But even that summer, he should have, when it come round to that hell, the first hell in the cell, that should have been Goldberg's. If you, if the promoters obviously were, were uh, confident in him, that's when he should have won the title because that's how like, the runs and the peaks and all that shit. But it didn't. And then uh, as soon as that didn't happen, I was like, nah, he's not, yeah. he's not good here. And then when he's returned again later on, I... The thirty-second match he had with Brock in the main event of Survivor Series. I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, it's not really his fault, though, is it? Really? Again, it's not Brock's. I'm calling them rotten, but it's nobody's fault other than fucking uh, Vince McMahon's. Really, let's be honest. Um, so, okay, this one I do. I did watch a bit of this. I watched the WWE title match, Drew McIntyre champion versus Seth Rollins. I watched their sit-down contract signing, which was fucking brilliant. Like, I love mm. that. Like. I, I, like even Drew Galloway's weird uh, Scottish American accent, like um, I'm living for Drew Galloway at the minute. Like I think he's been uh, Drew McIntyre. He's been fucking brilliant. Like mm. so, I think he's got to retain. Surely, job. What's Chop? the? Um, ah, yeah, I think he's retained that. You don't take it off him straight away. What's the reaction on Twitter, Tom, for like American Twitter fans for Drew McIntyre? Is he still being seen as? This unstoppable force that they all love, or is it just the case? The, of... the, this is the thing. This is the real sucky thing. The general consensus is people love him. Uh-huh. Like people love Drew as champ. Like he has got like a, a he is a handsome man. He is a strong he man. He's got, he looks. He's got, he, yeah. looks yeah. he looks a billion dollars. He is the best he's ever been. But there is nobody watching. He yeah. hasn't had that big pop. That big part, which is a big part of being a champion, is having that crowd. Yeah support behind you that's not visible every week and as a result of not just the fact that the 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 the, uh, the pandemic is causing people to not want to watch uh empty arena shows and partly down to some of the writing some of the booking some of the presentation uh the raw figures are absolutely tanking at the moment they are right. ne- we for two weeks in a row we've had new hol- new non-holiday lows for monday night raw wow, like okay. they are now at Sort of like I think that the last the last Monday. Well, I don't, well, we're recording this on a Monday afternoon. Uh, the last week's raw was about one point six million, which is a worry, a worry. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the problem is, my fear is that the historically the blame for this drop in business would fall solely on the shoulders of the guys the carrying chem- the company, especially and it would fall solely untrue, especially post WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And none of this is Drew's fault. Nah. Like, Drew is going out nah. there and he is grafting, and and he has got such a presence. And if there was a crowd there, like you would have possibly the hottest property in wrestling on your hands. But the, yeah. I genuinely think people aren't watching WWE telly right now as much as they were because it's I uncomfortable. I like I, 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 I would haven't. I haven't been watching it since Mania. But again, it's a, it's a sense of, and we'll talk about this later with a question that I've got for you. Um, it's having fans there as that soundtrack to make mm. or break it. I mean, it could have just cancelled. After the WrestleMania, it could have just said, right, that's it. And you know what Trump's like? He's going to have them bloody 
allowing them to do live events June, something like that, June, July. Mm. Then you have with a build-up for the first, yeah. Then you can have a build-up to SummerSlam. Mm. Drew's first, and then that's how you can bring them in. But now nah, they've, they've, they've tried to do it, and it's, it's put me on. The, 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 really the thing is, is that they have... I'm not excusing it. I think you're maybe you know they should have they could have done something where it's they could have fault. bought themselves exactly. some time. It's they've got these they've got these TV contracts deals, yeah, these big money TV contracts where they they don't. The, the, the thing is, the TV companies have relaxed on it because TV companies originally said we agree to live programming mm. from WWE every week, but they've even gone look, we don't care considering the circumstances. It's live. We just want the first run. So like whatever you tape. So now they'll tape. Raw, SmackDown, and NXT over a Monday and a Tuesday. They'll get mm-hmm. to the Performance Center on the Monday. They'll tape three three episodes of you know an episode of Raw, an episode of SmackDown, an episode of NXT, and then by Tuesday afternoon they're wrapping up and they're away again. And they'll do that with rinse repeat every week now, but rather you know than flying everybody out live. You know what could have brought the ratings up though? Um, you could have looked at it this way, right, and thought, "Well, haven't got a live crowd, but what have we got in what Arsenal? Where fans gone? Oh, I've got to see that." Well. If if anything's to go by, they've just done this untold story between Mick Foley and Triple H from Royal Rumble 2000. That lasted like what 50 minutes. They could have had that on for an hour, and people would have tuned into Raw to watch that because it was. If he said, "See it before it hits the network," people would have watched that live. Sunday night, they've just done that Undertaker Last Ride documentary, right? Mm. If you had it done the same and says, "Listen, instead of Raw, we're going to put." season premiere of the Undertaker's last ride first episode people would have tuned into that and the ratings I think would have probably stayed I mean it's getting it to continue week after week I mean what we're into like I'd, I'd argue I'd argue they're doing that they're doing like the this the paper we just had the match that we're about to talk about uh has been heavily hyped as something very different right something that doesn't require a crowd and that's been a big build within the company for weeks mm-hmm. uh, so they are uh, and and the one thing regardless of like practice and stuff like that the fact that they are trying so hard to find new ways of bringing the product to life and not exposing how empty these places yeah. are with stuff like this wacky money in the bank match um they're they're doing it and they're yeah. finding ways to do it and you know what all the cinematic stuff they've done so far don't get us um, wrong that's been great I mean, been great. from the Boneyard match and I've, from what I've read on Twitter today, it has been entertaining last night's thing that we'll get to once Bowers gets on to the next one. But they have been doing some good stuff. It's just when they've got to do these in-ring matches and it's like, you're trying to, especially it's when tough. they brought the new the new talent in because obviously night after WrestleMania they bring all the new talent in oh. who's going to be brand new and that and it's like, you can't really mm. get a reaction when it's, you know... It's hard. It's very hard. But it's, like you say, it's nobody's fault. Yeah. And, and to, to, to mention, to, to, to go back to the match itself, like the the Drew Rollins match was really, really good. Yeah. Like in-ring in best match of the night, hands down. Nothing comes close. Nice. Like they worked their asses off. And I'm gutted that that match didn't have a live crowd to react to it because they would have eaten every single second of it up. And it would have made Drew look like a world beater. Like, and that's what makes me sad about the Strew title run is that we haven't had the crowd behind him yet. Mm-hmm. And he needs that at this point. He's a, imagine, right? Imagine the imagine imagine this pandemic in April 1998, right? So WrestleMania 14, 
gets shut down. They have to move it to a training facility. And that's the night where you have Shawn Michaels versus Steve Austin. Right. And then the following Raw is from this training facility. And it's the rise of the rattlesnake of Steve Austin and his champion with no one there. Uh, it's a really, it's a big example. It's, it's yeah. an exaggerated bit of hyperbole. But it's the same idea that you're trying to launch somebody brand new. This isn't just like a hotshot title raid. This is, we are making a new main eventer from scratch. So we I've are inventing that, the universe. Tom, right? I literally just rewatched that the night after uh, WrestleMania 14. And mm. the first night is, is it the first night or is it the second? Second week, whatever it is. Let's just see it is um, where McMahon gets him to dress up in the suit. Right, and he comes down the ring, tells her to take a picture. You'll you'll never see me do this again. Blah blah. blah rips the sh- thing off. Now the the crowd is absolutely cra- crazy. Do you reckon that would still work in the PC? It would look. It would still be a great bit, but you'd lose something because the crowd yeah. aren't there popping for it. Yeah, yeah. But it's so. So that's the thing with a lot of stuff that Drew's yeah. doing. Like. Drew's doing great stuff, but there's no one to pop, and that's not yeah. his fault. It's not his unless fault, he no. started, unless he started the pandemic. Which I don't <laughs> think he did, um, and that's what sucks for Drew. But the match in in ring, the match he had with Rollins couldn't have been finer. Yeah. I thought it was really solid. Oh, solid. Well, I look forward to watching that later. Yeah, it was great. So, do we? I I don't know if you noticed that my connection just kept going in and out and in and out. So I kind of like did you shake it all there. about and then do the okie dokie? I did, and it seems to be working now. That's how I always well, get clever tool again. said about us. I've kind of like disappeared you off the screen, so don't worry. I've uh, no one noticed until you mentioned it. Well, good, I'm good. fibre broadband on Friday. <laughs> I'm so excited. Also, we haven't had a pixelated nice. Tom anymore. We'll have a clear face Tom. Clear face oh. Tom from Friday. <laughs> Fantastic. So, did we find out who won that? Because obviously, I said um, it was Drew McIntyre. I think Drew. Do we find out? It was Drew. It was clean as a whistle, Drew. There was no shenanigans. What's the scores on the door, fellas? Four to me, three to you. Alright. So, you're going to have to maybe put it out there a little bit. Right, so. Next. Tom can win this if he correctly identifies both winners of the Money in the Bank match. That's true. Very true. Absolutely. So, Money in the Bank ladder match. And these happened simultaneously, right? They did. So, and was it okay. was it really good? It was oh, so much bollocks. Simultaneously, <laughs> what, what do you mean? Like, so the like the girls and the boys sat at the bottom of the stairs and went, "Listen." So the, the ladies start the, the women start the women's match starts by the lift. The men's match starts in the gym. Right. Sexist, okay. Um, <laughs> the men start no. where the muscles are made, and the all women the ladies start in go the, to the toilet together. <laughs> the women well, start, as you know, in the handbag store. <laughs> They love oh, going so. to the toilet together, so they start by the toilets. <laughs> Men start they all the go butchers. They Men start at the sausage right. shop. <laughs> yeah, because they've got big penises. Um, so <laughs> They're all going to eat each other's sausages. <laughs> yeah, not even gay. It's not even gay. Not um, gay when you suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> dick, if I'm going to suck to get a blowjob around I'm not editing the show, I'm um, telling you right wait. now, I'm not editing the show. It's not, it's not ah, gay if you, somebody else uh, sucks your dick. <laughs> dick you close your eyes. <laughs> think of a girl. Uh, think of a so long-haired Shawn Michaels girl. <laughs> a long-haired Shawn Michaels girl. <laughs> oh, God. Um, 
Anyway, so sorry, uh, <laughs> uh, I won't go into blow for blow uh, because it'll take too long. Um, the, it was just a hot. It was just a hot mess. It was beautiful. So both of them fight up through the building. Uh, it features cameos as the guys are fighting ro- into from one room into another, into another, into another. Uh, it features cameos by Brother Love, uh, Bruce Pritchard hanging around in the office. So Full Brother suit. Love turns up. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like it sounds like Finders Keepers. It is a bit. It was a with, bit like Finders, which keepers. we've referenced before, where they split the half in house, half in house, house house in half, so you could just see into the house. That would have been good if they'd done that. So who was uh, in the women's Saturday match? Okay, so the women's match was Dana Brooke, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Oscar, and Lacey Evans, and, and Carmella. Carmella. And Carmella. Carmella. And in the men's match, you had Otis, AJ Styles, so, Daniel Bryan, King Corbin. Um, who's Otis? Rey Mysterio and Alistair Black. Who's Otis? So, Is he the guy who used to do uh, short change on BBC? BBC? <laughs> no, not the aardvark. <laughs> uh, Otis was... Otis has become like a, a bit of a star on SmackDown. Very popular guy. He's a big set lad. You may have seen pictures of him doing. Oh well, then he's probably he's one of them. Called... If, if he's some sort of big star, then. <laughs> he was so well. Daniel Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, AJ Styles, Alistair Black, King Corbin, and Otis. Otis. <sighs> I'm not giving Alistair okay. Black because they want to bury him at the minute. Uh, Rey Mysterio, um, no. AJ Styles, no. Maybe Daniel Bryan. Uh, I'm going to gamble Otis because I need to get some points back. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Um, who are you going for your ladies one? Oh, yeah, ladies one. Lacey Evans. Uh, Lacey Evans, okay. Evans. Uh, Bowers? Um, I just think that, that Otis might be an outlier. Like, Did you see Nia Jax was in that as well? Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I'm going to go with, stay with, stay with King Corbin and Asuka. Okay. Asuka. The women's match was won by Asuka. <laughs> oh, here we go, yes. And the men's match was won by Otis. Sure. What? <laughs> yes. Yep. What? Otis. Uh, I love when you two are going, oh, who's he? He sounds shit. I was like, oh, wait till you find out. Wait till you find right, out. Okay. Otis WWE, because I'm going to... Did the belt fall Otis. off the air thing and he just caught it or something? Like, or... Yes! Yeah, that's exactly what happened. No. no. So, so Styles and Corbin are fighting for the fighting for the briefcase at the very top. And uh, Elias turns up with a steel chair, with a guitar. Brangs Corbin. Uh, so Styles holds on to the briefcase. So Styles gets ownership of the briefcase. They've unclipped it at this point. But Styles fumbles with the briefcase and it falls. And Otis catches it in midair. So Otis wins the money in the bank. <laughs> Amazing. I think I already seen that. And I, already, I swear to God, I did not know what the, the result of that Amazing. was. Amazing. Amazing. I've not even heard of this guy. I've not even, this just shows you how. He's just, he's just become, like, he's a bit of a. Behind the scenes, he's a bit of a pet project of Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon's a big fan. Oh, of God. Uh, so, Otis uh, uses getting... the caterpillar as his finishing move, which is very similar to Scotty Too Hot. He's the worm. 
That's what it says on Wikipedia. Mm. He uses the worm the, with a big elbow drop at the end. He's, <laughs> you know what? Ot- Otis is brilliant. Honestly, please take time to look up some of the stuff that Otis has been doing. I quite enjoyed Otis the stuff is... he did with the uh, with the lass. What's you called again? Um, with Mandy. Yeah, with I Mandy. Quite enjoyed that. He's brilliant. Right. He's really good. Wow. And I was I was as surprised as you were that he won the whole thing. Oh, but he's brilliant. He was in heavy machinery. He was in heavy. Yeah, machinery. that's yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But um, the, the match itself, the match itself was was just out and out nonsense. So Brother Love made an appearance. John Laurinaitis made an appearance. The old people power Laurinaitis. Vince McMahon was in it. They went and they fought into Vince McMahon's office. <laughs> and you've got yeah, they've got the big um, skull it. on the wall. It was very very cool. The one thing like, and I I was reluctant to say this on a few other news outlets, but I feel like I can say it here. I'm with friends because um, <laughs> no one's listening. You tell the truth, Tom. Tell me what you really No, it's, it's more. It's, it's more what I what I say feels a bit mean, and I don't mean it to feel mean right. and a bit. Okay. I felt really sad seeing Vince McMahon because uh, he looks right, really yeah. old. And, he is old, now, and so I know he is, and and God love him. But like when they 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 kind of so they have like they had like music playing throughout the whole thing so they're like backing epic music and stuff as they were fighting and they fight into this office uh, Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles you see the skull the, the dinosaur skull on the wall which is a fixture of Vince's office so smart fans yeah. are going I know where they are and then suddenly Vince suddenly a person stands up and turns around and it's Vince and no chance starts playing and he just looks old. He just looks old, like he's like he's got bags under his eyes. It's in his he eyes. looks a bit thin. It's in his eyes, his eyes. and yeah. uh, he, he just tells them to leave. He just says, "Get out!" So they they put the chairs back on his desk and then they leave. Uh, AJ and Brian leave. It was it was nice to see him. He just looked old. It just broke my heart a little mm. bit. Um, and he definitely, but old. Uh, it was a really fun match. Like honest to honest to goodness, and it's divided wrestling fans because. There are some fans who reveled in it with me. I'm like, this was just bonkers. It was just abject bollocks. And there were some that that blocked me on Twitter because they were so angry with how what about with how bad this match was in their eyes because it wasn't like. But I bet you the same ones who didn't like it actually loved that AEW Street Brawl last week. More than likely. Yeah. More than likely. Yeah. The thing is, like with this match, we all knew going into it, it was going to be bollocks. Yeah, yeah, like it's, it was. Yeah. It was gonna be so. If you if you're a sort of fan that doesn't like that kind of wrestling, which is fine, you don't have to. But if you are that sort of fan that likes that sort of wrestling, and you watch that match knowing you'll hate it, that's kind of on you because you yeah. knew that. Somebody said to me, "I thought there'd be more wrestling." Really, you thought there would be more wrestling when the WWE has the opportunity to make a short film? You thought they'd go down the wrestling route. How long have we been a wrestling fan now? 12 minutes? Because uh, that ain't our WWE role when they're making a short film. Vince McMahon said it in Beyond the Mat in 1990, Pig and Nine. We movies. make movies. Yeah. Now he is literally making movies. So of course it's going to be bollocks. And of course it's not going to be wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Especially- and I loved it. Absolutely, especially with all of the success of like the uh, boneyard match and stuff like that. Like, they should be doing yeah. stuff like that. I think they should. At the minute, they should be doing that. I'm, I'm more than happy. To so, what's the next pay per view called, uh, Tom? What's coming up? Uh, it's Backlash next. It's in June, and uh, they've not uh, they've not announced the location for it, but or a pretty sure it's <laughs> going to be the PC again. It's going to be the Forbes Center again. No, no idea of wackiness for that yet. They just announced the name uh, last night. Don't know what's what to expect from it. I'm I'm gonna 
I'm going to assume we will see The Fiend versus Braun Strowman at that show. And then Drew McIntyre versus somebody. Here's um, what they could have done, though. They could have went, we'll not call it Backlash, we'll call it Beach Blast. Like a, like a return from like WCW and put it on the beach. With nobody They're probably around. holding off on that idea for SummerSlam. Probably I reckon are. they'll do oh, something yeah. beach-based. Yeah. for If SummerSlam ends up not being able to happen the way they want it to, they'll probably do something. Yeah. Utterly nonsense with that. Which right, I'm boys, I wanted to ask you all something. Uh, I know okay. you've got the message before. What is your favourite entrance ever? <sighs> favourite entrance ever? I forgot you asked me this. Um, entrance I into the I, pub I, I, after lockdown, My favourite entrance ever was Y2J. Which one? There's a certain one? Uh, or when he... When he joined uh, WWE, nice. when he was unveiled, WWF, still love it. Still remember watching it. I don't think it was live, but I remember watching it when it happened and didn't know it was going to happen. Uh, absolutely, still, still get hairs on the back of my neck when I watch it. Tom, good shout. So to be like a debut? No, just like what was like the one entrance where? Because obviously, that was means like the music and the whole Jericho arms out and all that, but like. What was like your favourite entrance you've ever seen someone come into the arena? Okay, well, I'm gonna share, I've just shared one in our chat for you guys to watch at your leisure, which is a new one, which will certainly be in my top ten. If it's a girl in a tank, I'm not watching it. No, it's not a girl in a tank. It's not Shotzi Blackheart. It's right. Karrion Cross and Scarlet from NXT. Uh, this entrance is <gasps> phenomenal. I've seen it. It's meant it's phenomenal. As soon that's as Screwface Armored went, this is amazing. I was like, I've got to see what this is about because that's a good recommendation if he thinks it's I can good. see Screwface making it. Yeah. Like that. yeah. I really could. Um, okay, Ent- top entrances of all time. Um, oh, I'm watching it now. Like, this is really good, this. It's good, isn't it? Little... I, want, I want to let Bowers watch it for a second. I want, to, I want Bowers' reaction to what he's seeing and what he's hearing. Can you hear it as well? Yeah. Oh, she's singing it. it. He's watching it. This is exciting. It's great for a podcast. This league. It's, it? I, I don't care. I want so to hear she's, Bowers. So she's she's singing it. She's so she's mouthing the words. The end is here. Ooh. <laughs> We're enjoying watching you watch that. I love I love overly cinematic cheesy oh, fuck wrestling. It's redonkulous. Absolutely redonkulous. Oh, he looks good though, doesn't he? Oh, I know, All right. Fucking hell. Tell you what, nearly had him booked on a show once. Really? Mm. How long it ago? was not that long ago, last, back end of last year. Um, he was doing, he's supposed to be doing a show in uh, OTT. Oh, well, that was good, wasn't it? That was well good, that. The fact that the music ends... Uh, a, a natural in a natural way that's what I love that was well good that was really good he's he's really really good I like him yeah. they obviously big, big absolutely lads. fucking love him um, in terms of entrances of all time um, ooh, let me think uh, I, I think in terms of like for, for importance and significance Steve Austin's march to the ring at WrestleMania X7 is really simple but really brilliant yeah just just yeah. that just that swagger the crowd in Texas everything 
yeah, in Texas, the commentary was right. It was perfect. In terms of like, like grandioseness, I always love Bobby Roode's debut in NXT. It's glorious. Yeah, that was good. When he's on the when he's on the pedestal that lowers, like stuff like that, I love watching when it's NXT. Like WWE, like they get so much of this bob on for all their faults. Like they know how to package something yeah. to make it look massive. Like, and a lot well, of other look- companies still trail that. But the way yeah, you mentioned I'd love that, to Bob- see him. sorry, folks, go on. No, no, you go on. Go on. Go I was on. just going to say, like, with the Bobby Roode one, as I was mentioning before, we're having fans there. The fact that you could, that the, the crowd joined in and helped made that song is what it was because everyone was singing it. That sound viral, again, didn't it? it went viral. It was absolutely unreal. I never saw Undertaker live, and I would love to, like, have seen... I think there's something about the Undertaker uh, entrance, which is, like, it's like one of those big American... um, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like, there's something just, like, the Undertaker. It's, like, it's... I can't put it into words what that... It's, like, an American showcase of, like, this is America... This is like oh, you mean the, the, the biker one? This Undertaker. Just no, 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 no. Like just the un, like the phenom's entrance. Just when the lights go off, it's just one big dude called the Undertaker. His gong fucking goes off. The crowd like on the big stage. There's something just like uniquely American about that experience, which I think I would love to have experienced like a WrestleMania um, Undertaker entrance. I think because I don't mm. think there's anything like that. I was I fell asleep during SummerSlam 1992 and I missed that entrance and I'll never forgive myself. You fell asleep at Wembley? Yeah, I fell asleep at Wembley. <laughs> to be, okay, I'll let you... To be fair, my little brother fell asleep during West Brom's final at Wembley. So, you're in good company. Oh, it's funny because it's not funny. It's like, it's like everyone says, you get goosebumps. I was, fast asleep, during, I was fast asleep in my grandma's arms. <laughs> Oh, fast asleep because oh. that fucking macho man and fucking ultimate warrior don't curse the dead. But you know, so must have been... they put me to sleep in that match. So I love how old, how old were you, chap? Uh, I would have been eight, eight years old. Eight years old. We got on the bus from the ice rink as well. We got the bus from the ice rink. It was like half past four in the morning to get to London. It was it was it was insane. I do love how you eight there, though. Eight. You're like, a man, like that match was shite. Can he can he got no <laughs> chemistry <laughs> between them? No, I'm not at watching that. Like. I remember waking up just like this, just like this. I tell you what, like fucking not. I wake us up when, I, when these two are fucking stuck with their bullshit. <laughs> fucking tell you what, man. Well, when I paid my dues, I'll be out there making a better than they did. Your granddad was like, I can't believe we paid all this money, and he's fucking fell asleep during this. <laughs> I woke oh, up. I think I think there was fireworks, something going off at the end when Brett uh, when Bulldog won, or something was going off. Like it was really loud and it woke us up. So I remember waking up at that point. But uh, oh my god, oh, you slept through the main event as well. Yeah, I didn't wake up. I was like fucking 10, 11 o'clock at night. Eight year old, stunning. <laughs> Absolutely, well, my mum wouldn't. My mum wouldn't even let me go to the Whitney Bay uh, ice rink. Well, me and my friend actually has this thing, right? Because I went the ice rink one. And he reckons he got Bret Hart glasses. And I reckon I did. And none of these fucking did. Because my mate reckoned he got them as well. Bullshit. <laughs> well, I can't did he chop, chop, I fear that might have been a dream you had. At the venue. <laughs> I, feel like my, I feel like my granddad's going to pour a pair from the merch table and be like, 
There yeah. you go, and I've always thought like Brett would give us them or something. <laughs> Brett <laughs> comes over to a dribbly eight-year-old shop, fast asleep, <laughs> and puts his glasses on his head. No, I was awake for the whole lunch Sleep well. Sleep well, my prince. You're not going to want to say this, bulldog's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I was a year older, so I would have been like nine, ten now. So, hey, didn't have a bus journey at half past four to go all the way to friggin' London. So I was a little bit more awake. So I would have stayed up for the main event, which was Bret Hart versus IRS. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember that. I think we've been through that, haven't we? We went through that before in previous... episode. But I am... Um, Wembley. Oh. And it was right. on the documentary. If you've watched that documentary, The Last Stand Undertaker, he's, he's seen coming down with the Hearst. He's got like the, the, the proper UK Hearst coming down. I'm like, there's shop asleep on the side of the shop. And the trouble was, the seats that were had was like, wasn't in the stands or anything. It was floor, but it was like second last row of the floor. So there's not much I could have seen. I had to be zombie granddad's shoulders most of the time. Got to see no. Virgil. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Fucking Virgil. <laughs> Getting nailed off nailed. Fucking Virgil. Right, so we've got some more questions on the back of that. That we're gonna we're gonna skip through these. We're gonna have to. I'm gonna we'll... have to wrap this up because I've got to go for my tea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, agreed. <laughs> so Same here. I didn't didn't know we go two hours. But I was oh, I have nothing to talk about. Like an hour and a half <laughs> later, we're like still talking. I think if you if you listen back, there's probably been a lot of talking, but not a lot said. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, quick, uh, quick couple of questions. Uh, which northeast wrestler has the best dog? Well, if we're just thinking about wrestlers, of course, it's bloody Rory Coyle. It's gotta be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a real question, which we might we might go for a long time. It's from Jamie on the Discord. Um, Tom, is Pablo a house cat or an outdoor cat? He is a house cat. Okay. We really do. He's been in, he's do. been in self isolation for seven months. <laughs> um, and Pablo, or the one who wrote the question. Both. Uh, <laughs> we do have a guest of the wrestler, but we can leave it for next time if you would like. Let's <laughs> save the guest of the wrestler. And let us record yeah. another one of these. Definitely, yeah, shortly. Let's do it. We do. We will get back in the swing of doing these. Definitely, and probably not go two hours as well. We're going to be talking about probably doing a question of North um, based podcast. But I do know that there, I don't know if you guys have seen it as well. A friend of the show, Andy Emerson and Neil Rogers, I think, are putting together a wrestling quiz. They are indeed. Uh, I couldn't find. I've I couldn't think of some... any better hands for that quiz to be in either. Absolutely, and uh, I've heard some of the guests that they've actually got on, and uh, I don't. They haven't, they haven't announced anything yet, so we won't announce that. But it's good. It's really good. It's mm. definitely not Rafa Benitez. I'm sure it's not Rafa Benitez. It's not Bailey. It's not Jericho. It's not Triple H. It's not <laughs> any of them sort of people. I tell you what, though, if they're oh. listening, they're looking for a uh, team. The dream team. Three oh. lads. There's three lads here. Mm. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'd be down. I'd be down for doing <laughs> some wrestling quizzes. You quizzes, quizzes don't you, Tom? Are you sick of doing quizzes? quizzes? Yeah, no, it's fine. I don't mind. I, I'm more of not like hosting them. I quite like just to be in one. Yeah. Someone else to do a quiz for. That's me. what I mean. I'm yeah. all right with that. Yeah, down with that. Down with that completely. So, so yeah. 
if if Andy Emerson is listening at this point, if anyone's still listening by this point. <laughs> That's what we're looking at doing. Uh, we'll hopefully be back for a podcast soon. Uh, no shows for the foreseeable future. Definitely interested in anyone else's ideas of maybe of, of any content people would like to see. Uh, we'd definitely be interested in maybe streaming some Total Extreme Warfare with the boys. Mm-hmm. That might be a way of doing a virtual show on Total Extreme oh Warfare. I'll take it for it. <laughs> yeah we should and then we've got um we will be streaming ncl 23 soon that has been in the works for a while uh there hasn't been any kind of reason to do it any call to do it but we might get back in the swing of streaming some stuff and chucking that out on our youtube for free thank you for subscribing and thank you to everybody for uh still supporting us we've been quite quiet on twitter because we ain't got much to talk about um but yeah thank you for listening and very much to very nice to see you two and i will hopefully speak to you two soon again yes 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 please we have to sing that out because i haven't got the music in so we've got Bye guys!